0: Hello, my name is Iyanla Doggett, and I'm a freshman at Randolph College. My intended major is psychology, and I am not sure of my minor just yet. After I graduate from college, I plan to use my bachelor's degree in psychology to attend medical school to study obstetrics and gynecology. I am currently taking a course called African Americans And the construction of American society. This course has influenced me to have a passion for learning and obtaining knowledge about the history of African-American struggles especially for women. The title of the book that was selected for this podcast is called Killing the Black Body, Race Reproduction, and the Meaning of Liberty. The author Dorothy Roberts is the George A. Wise University Professor of Law and Sociology and the Raymond Pace and Sadie Tanner Moselle Alexander Professor of Civil Rights at the University of Pennsylvania. Along with this book, Dorothy Roberts wrote two additional works, Shattered Bonds and Fatal Invention. Killing the Black Body, which was published in 1997, focuses on the racial biased ideologies of black women and their babies and exposed America's systematic abuse of black women and their bodies by illuminating the harsh conditions that black women had to endure while pregnant. Killing the black body is a secondary source that examines the years of the 1800s to the 1970s and preceding years. The argument that Roberts presents in Killing the Black Body is that there is a need for reproductive justice for African-American women who have been deprived of it for many years. Throughout the book, the author discusses the hardships of African-American women their pregnancies and how reproduction injustice has allowed the killing of the African-American race. Also, the main topic of this book includes both the breeding and the genocide of African-Americans. Moreover, the framework of eugenics thinking was racism. Eugenics, which was developed by Sir Francis Galton, an English scientist, is a study of how to arrange reproduction within a race population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable. This allowed white Americans to create the ideology of killing African-Americans because of their inferiority or their race. According to the book, eugenics was justified to forcibly sterilize African Americans. Additionally, there were many ways that white Americans implemented eugenics, but one stuck out and caught my attention. For instance, black men were castrated or forced into the removal of their testicles to prevent black reproduction. Castration originated from black men being accused of raping white women. As a punishment for this alleged crime, black men were to be castrated. Ironically, this treatment was not used when black women were raped. No one seemed to be concerned or did anything to create awareness for the raping of African-American women. Yet, eugenics became known as a method to improve the human race. To white Americans, African-Americans did not have desirable features or intelligence that would genetically determine good offspring. Consequently, killing African-Americans was the solution to getting rid of this bad batch of humans there were three main areas that i found interesting in this book slave breeding the birth control movement and reproductive liberty for black women according to the book on page 27 slave breeding was practiced by slave owners in hopes of producing children especially suited for labor or sale this means that majority of the time slave owners forced negro women and men to create offspring for auction i found this quite ironic that these white slave owners bred black people as if they were animals To elaborate, white slave owners primarily used black men for slave breeding as a means of profit for themselves. White slave owners would rent black men of great physical health and force them to serve as studs or men that were great sexual partners. A stud also means an establishment that domestic animals are kept in for breeding. This word ironically fits into the role that these black men were subjected to. Black men were weighed and tested as if they were animals being prepared to mate. For example, Jep the Choice, a slave who served as a stud, recalls his master being careful about raising healthy nigger families and using strong healthy young bucks to stand the healthy nigger gals. He then goes on to say, when I was younger they took care not to strain me and I was as handsome as a speckled pup and was in demand for breeding. Another breeder, L.H. Davidson also stated that his master made him breed with 15 different women, which caused him to believe that he was the father of more than 100 children. Along with black slave men, black slave women were sexually exploited due to breeding. Unsurprisingly, white slave owners subjected black women to their body parts instead of treating them as actual individuals. Because of this sickening method to reproduce African Americans, the creation of black people became hard labor. Additionally, the birth control movement was a movement created by Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger coined the term birth control and devoted her life to women's rights to practice contraception. Sanger also founded the American Birth Control League in 1921 that later joined with other groups in 1939 to form the Birth Control Federation of America, which eventually became the well-known Planned Parenthood Foundation of America. Sanger's commitment to tackling unwanted births or abortion allowed birth control to become a solution. Being that birth control or contraceptives were illegal, Sanger wrote the law to liberate emancipated women from the confines of society. Sanger also wanted women to have control of their own reproduction. She argued that women should be able to have the freedom and the right to do what they please with their bodies. I agree that women should have the liberty of governing their own bodies, but in moderation. Although I believe in women's rights and that birth control is a great way to reduce unwanted reproduction, abortions can also be a way for women to kill innocent babies just to relieve themselves of a responsibility they have created for themselves. To elaborate, abortions are just a simple way of killing undeveloped human beings, and I don't agree with it. However, women should have the right to be able to have the decision to use measures such as this or to initially use birth control. This now brings me to the liberty of reproduction for black women. According to Roberts, the principle of self-definition has special significance for black women. The concept of personhood has allowed black women to focus on finding their identities. To add on to this, black women have turned to their own internal resources because of them being rejected by the dominant society's norm of womanhood, I feel as though women, especially black women, deserve the liberty of reproduction because they have been denied their full humanity, dignity, and identity for so long. In this society and maybe societies to come, women are subjected to popping out babies and being stay-at-home moms with no friends or careers. This is even worse for black women in America. Trying to find their independence, identity, and themselves never allows them to fully become who they are. In other words, the government wants to confine women into a box allowing them only to be able to reproduce. Relying on the concept of self-definition celebrates the legacy of black women who have survived and transcended conditions of oppression therefore women are not just breeding agents but we are humans that deserve the right to reproduce on our own terms it has been a delight to read this book and bring you this podcast to inform you about this book this book has taught me more about the history of my ancestors than all the years i've spent in school learning about african-american history By reading this book i've learned the explicit details of history for reproduction how it affected african-american women black women literally killed their newborn babies or unborn babies to free them from the chains of slavery reading this i felt very traumatized additionally i believe this book is a very great reading choice because it doesn't hide the harsh realities of african-american women being mistreated while reading this book i became emotionally exhausted because it was infuriating to read such mistreat but it's an ongoing cycle with society and i hope that this podcast persuades you to read Dorothy Roberts book so that it will help make a change. Well this concludes the podcast and I would like to thank everyone for listening. I hope that this podcast has persuaded you to read Dorothy Roberts' phenomenal book.